They say everyone has a book inside them, and often that's where it should stay. I really can't help but be aghast that the author wants you to pay. But we're just a pair of absolute bookends who don't want to be like us. So if you want to read, pick some quality literature rather than this dross. Hello, welcome to Two Absolute Bookends, where we read books so bad you should burn them before reading. This is episode 19, The Amazing Puffts, and with me this week, and still not crumpled yet, is Louis. Hello. This time, we're reading chapter 15 of The Way the Stars Fall Rebirth by Lewis Stockton, and its sequel resurgence has just been released, hit bookshelves, but not really, just recently, so pick up your copy, guys. Come on, make it happen. We're waiting on the third one now. Super excited. Mm -hmm. But anyway... So, chapter 15. What happened in this chapter? I mean, a lot in not a very long period of time. Toner's examining the egg that they picked up on Echelon 5. Uh, it so unpredictably hatches. Toner hits a switch, some guards come in, the guards die. Toner throws a makeshift bomb at it, escapes. Some heavier, like, soldiers on the ship come in. They go in, shoot it a lot. They all get killed, like just immediately and quite easily. Then Tona decides that she can do as well as seven heavily armed guards and goes in with a shotgun herself. So she gets she gets attacked and she seems to not be affected as quickly as the rest of the people, but she does seem to be turned unconscious at least. And then the creature runs loose on the ship and though we don't actually see any of this, it just outright says, yeah, and everyone else on the ship dies and starts transforming into weird alien beasties, basically. So, yeah, that's chapter 15. What do you think, Louis? Um, yeah, a lot of death. Uh, it's another one of those chapters, I think, as well, where, like the last two chapters, um, I feel that it's very rushed at the end. Like, there's a lot drawn out, mm. and then all of a sudden, there's just like a huge amount of stuff crammed into like a paragraph or two at the end. Like as you said, everyone on the ship just dies, and that's just sort of like a footnote to the the entire chapter. Yeah, it's just like it's like oh yeah, and everyone else on the ship dies as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, but but we don't need to show that to you or anything. Like, like the problem I have with that is, is, and I don't know why I'm immediately jumping to the end of the chapter, but whatever, is that like it's such a weird choice to make because it then it it kills the suspense of what happens in the next chapter because you're like immediately know oh everyone's died, okay, and everyone's transforming into aliens, okay, so. So now you know exactly what's happening yeah. when, you know, when the rest of the tranquility has to interact. Like, you know, it's, it leaves absolutely nothing to the imagination, you know. You don't get the last thing be Tona seeing this alien that just, like, managed to kill ten people, including her. And and she isn't properly dead, but whatever. And, who yeah. managed to kill, <laughs> kill ten people, including her, in, like, a few minutes. Uh, so you'd be like, oh, what happens to the rest of the ship? And, you know... But no, like not. We know that there's not any survivors; just they're all dead, and that that's it. That's what we're working with. And also, the the sort of bombshell that everyone's turning into aliens is just sort of like flung in there at the end. Like, it's the previous soldiers that go in are just as we can, as far as we can tell, just killed. And then all of a sudden, it's like 
Uh, everyone else is dead and they're being turned into aliens. Oh, okay, that's new. That's that's quite interesting. Like, why has that just suddenly been thrown in? Yeah, like that's another one, and that's another thing. I don't get why. I don't get why we we as the reader are just told that, and we don't find out through one of the characters yeah, like working it, that may, out. Maybe if Tona, this is a bit where she's looking through bulletproof glass into the room where the alien is. Maybe if like one of the soldiers that have been uh, needled, been uh, what's what was it, slumped. If one of the guards that had been slumped suddenly like started writhing and transformed or something in front of her, that might have been quite sort of interesting. Yeah, or like, or in like the next—I can't remember the exact chronology, but needless to say, Jack and the rest of the team do turn up on the Vaultman to find out what's going on in the future. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, like, and they could arrive and be like, "What's going on? There's no one on the ship, but there's all these aliens," mm-hmm. and they could like put two and two together and be like, "Just like, oh my god." Aliens are peoples. <laughs> All the aliens have got like uniforms on. Still, <laughs> still that the soldiers had. <laughs> yeah, just little hat on. <laughs> it's like hello. <laughs> but no, just we're just told. We just also it's it's important that there is no ambiguity about the fact that these soldiers are being turned into aliens right now. Mm-hmm. We have to know, but but not Toner. But, but not Toner. For reasons of plot, I guess. Yes, plot convenience. But yeah, like I say, we did immediately jump to the end of the chapter just because, I don't know, the way that the chapters in this end has been such a bugbear recently. <laughs> how, 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 do we, how do we reach the point of everyone on the ship dying? <laughs> yeah, so uh, as you said, the chapter starts with the egg uh, in the science room or whatever, um, where Toner is, like, examining DNA, apparently, of the fetus yeah, inside the Yeah, trying to. Yeah, she's she's trying to analyse the DNA, What whatever. I mean, surely she's just... I, I'm trying to get where the try is coming into it. Like <laughs> She's like, just, surely like, looking she... through a mi- microscope or whatever, like, I don't <laughs> know what the fuck I'm looking at. Like, you know, even even if you, like, get results that are like, well, this doesn't match any of our known, like, DNA profiles, this is so alien. Like, you've still just analysed it. <laughs> What's she doing wrong that she's still just attempting it after all this time? We get an odd... It's not that big of a deal, but there's a bit of an odd sort of reference to time. It says ship time was 2255. I think that's the first time time has ever been referenced like that. Yeah, that I, I noticed that too, like... Like what? What, what is what is ship time? Yeah. <laughs> what what does that mean? Because it's never been mentioned before. Like never, like never have we been presented with uh, with arms as being like like ship time being anything like a special construct. Mm-hmm. I mean, like 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 obviously it makes sense that it exists because you know they've got to have some kind of schedule. But it's just weird that it comes out of nowhere, and we're meant to know what twenty-two fifty-five means in ship time. Like, what is that? I mean, I'm guessing that they're probably on a twenty-four hour clock just for our convenience as yeah. readers, pretty much. But there's no reason to, and even then, like, there's not even like a colon. It's just twenty-two fifty-five. Twenty-two fifty-five watts. Yeah. What is this? Um, and I, I just... yeah, go on. 
I, I just gotta say, I like how in in the mining chapter, and forget about mining. Mining is never anything that comes up or is ever mentioned again Aww. in the rest of the book. The mining times are over. That prospector <laughs> never gets to reappear. He's the one survivor, still just down on the planet, mining, <laughs> mining for his space gold. But yeah, like I like how like last last chapter, mining was so important. You know, Tona hadn't slept for forty eight hours. Now they got this egg. You know, she's she's just sitting there trying to analyze DNA, humming to herself. She's suddenly not needed on the planet all the time to run things. Completely gone. And I have so many. Uh problems with just this whole premise of the fact that she's left alone in a room with this egg that they know there is something in it like it's clear that they know they at the very least suspect it's still alive because it's warm like i would have thought that like the most their initial test should have realized that there was like some kind of moving or growing fetus or whatever oh, yeah. inside the egg she's trying to analyze the dna of yeah the she fetus. knows there's a fetus yeah. in there so she knows it's not alive there. why is this thing not in like some weird quarantine bubble no, thing yeah it's just behind <laughs> her on a table as she sits there humming just alone there with her back she's to it yeah She's a captain, and a, I guess the only scientist, which, I mean, we'd kind of assumed before, because why would a trading ship need more scientists? But then why does it have a science lab? <laughs> I mean, I guess this is the Vaultmund, which is a mining ship. But then why does a mining ship have a science lab? <laughs> I like how she, uh, yeah, how, how does it have the capability to analyse DNA? I mean, it has the capability to try and analyse it. Maybe she's just using, like, some sort of mining tool. Yeah. Maybe this will work. <laughs> Yeah, she. Oh no, I crushed it. Yeah, she just has like a vial of like DNA on the table, just like wait, wait, wait. Just swings a pickaxe at it. Ah, still not analysed. Now there's just DNA everywhere. Um, I'm not good at this. <laughs> I like how she, like, as as the egg begins to crack and like open up, um, mm. she does the classic like thinking she hears something. And then being like, oh, it's just my imagination, which in itself is very cliche. But also yeah. I love the fact that it's not even like she thinks she hears it and she sort of like looks up slightly and then goes, nah, and looks back down. She actually turns around and looks at the egg and doesn't but notice the egg Fails flaps. to notice that it's like egg flaps as they're described yeah. as unsheathed. Yeah, Tona turned when she thought she had heard something but did not notice the egg flaps. Which would have just been described as like uh, folding out with sticky substance, leaving a long yeah, like, trail in the air between them. Just want to say, literally, Alien, like the film, yeah. <laughs> like like so literally describing how the eggs in that film open. Just like it's it's so blatant, so immediately blatant. <laughs> you know, it's not even like a uh, an homage or something. It's just yes, this it is the egg from Aliens. Surprised a fucking face hugger didn't jump out. <laughs> it's a small point, but I like how when she goes, it's just my imagination. Imagination is capitalised as if it's like some sort of being, like some sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's my imagination. Quiet imagination. Tona's trying to science here. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then whatever it is that's inside it crawls out of the egg. And yeah. uh, then she notices... Oh no, she can't hear the slight shuffle until it was too late. 
and her head mm. gets pushed down onto the microsensor and the hardtop as the thing jumps at her. Yep. Just to have a little nibble. Yeah. Find out if she is compatible for something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't get that bit. Yeah, I guess. I guess this is where you know the alien bites her, realizes she's a main character, and then basically just goes out of its way to not kill her when it kills everyone else instantly in the rest of the chapter. Yeah. Why is its attack on her so different to the rest of the attacks? Like, the rest I of the mean, attacks are like darting a needle at people. I guess you could have two modes we, of attack. I would say that for this book, that get answers later. Because uh. it's this book, I'd say it raises as many questions as it answered. But I would say that it is explained somewhat why Toner is treated differently than the rest of the crew right. in the future. She already is an alien. <laughs> so one thing I wanted to ped- to like pedantically point out, they say it finished its millennia-long wait and was setting forth in the galaxy once again. Millennia? Uh, that's just one. This was many millennia. This was 5,000 millennia it was in that cave, apparently. Right. That's what they told us last chapter. I ain't, I ain't letting that shit slide. Such a pedant. I'm I'm quite a pedant. What can, what can I say? Um, she immediately I... springs into action by slamming the red alarm button. Um, yeah? Yeah. Not. She doesn't try to, to get out of the room or anything. <laughs> Just hits the button and then stands there like... Like, okay. I do find it convenient that the red alarm button was right next to wherever she was in the room. Like, well, it says it's near I the know. door. Does it? Yeah. Do, do, do. The button sat beside the door. Yeah, you're right. Why, why has she not already left the room? Yeah, then? so she like walked over the door, hit the button, and then just stood there like, well, I guess that'll solve it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and as the alarm starts, this creature runs off under a table. Yeah. Perfect opportunity to leave. Uh, though, although apparently, for some reason, this science lab had a big bulkhead door shut on it, though, <laughs> which like, which like requires <laughs> requires like security guards to turn a massive wheel yeah. on. So not to only open. is she like left alone <laughs> with her back to it, she's left like locked into this heavily fortified roof. Yep, sensible. Like, like. Uh, it, it does seem like you know, she's meant to be the captain. She's meant to be running this ship, and she's just been fucking about in the science bay for however long, like literally locked away from the rest of her crew, just looking at this egg. Like, what? I still can't get over ha- why this is suddenly important, <laughs> and why she's so careless of her safety. Doesn't even have a weapon. And everyone's safety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the two guards aren't much help. Well, of course not. They're a guard. They are guards in this story. <laughs> Have we had any competent guards in yeah, this story? <laughs> uh, instantly dead. Mm-hmm. Slumped. Slumped everywhere. Yeah, but but apparently because the guards moved, she's telling us like, if I move, the creature's going to shoot me too. So rather than moving out of the open door she stood next to, she, I don't know, like. Maybe these are, like, directly to hand also next to the door. She goes rootling around for some chemicals instead. Yeah, just chemicals. Yeah, like, slowly she began to move to the door. 
But then she heard a growl. Yeah, so then why did she decide to like start making a makeshift bomb as if that's not going to startle it? It's so yeah. bizarre. I mean, she was thinking about screaming and calling for help. But when help arrived, they would walk into the death the pair lying on the floor had. She doesn't want that. No. And she doesn't want to walk over the death the pair lying on the floor had either. Mm -hmm. That also seems risky to her. She's in a bit of a quandary here. Mm, Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm no chemist, but I'm not sure how, how well that sort of, like, chemical bomb thing will work out like... I mean, I guess it's not like it ex- actually exploded. It seemed to just make a lot of smoke and start congealing foam on things. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's, I'm not sure if that's what Toner expected to happen. I mean, apparently she knew what was going to happen, but it doesn't seem to have been very effective, seeing as she described it as a makeshift bomb. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it was more of a distraction. In yeah, I mean, fairness. I guess it's, I guess it's like a smoke bomb. A smoke bomb's still a bomb, I guess. Yeah. Because she chucks it and then runs out the door. Which she's, I'm assuming, has been standing right next to this whole time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, easy. Easy task, getting out of that door. Yeah. Well, apart from she had to move the body that was in the way. Yeah. Slumped down there. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Their fault for walking into that death there. Yeah. Fucking hell. How can they be so inept, these guards? Like, every time they're so slow to react. Like, the first guard gets, like... <laughs> Absolutely wrecked, like instantly dead, and the second guy's like, "What the? What's going on?" Oh, I'm dead what now. What the fifth? Like Tona didn't even like try and sort of, I don't know, quickly tell them. I don't understand why she didn't leave the room. I just don't understand what's going on. She basically just hit the alarm. And Two guards there. happened to be near, so they came in, and she didn't like say like you know get back or anything, or as they opened the door, push them out and. You know, if she couldn't open the door to get out, which would be retarded. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. But she does eventually... She does eventually move them, closes the heavy door, and then the the actual, like, security... Not the security, that is, the emergency response team finally made it to the scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. Such a response. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a pretty speedy response because upon their arrival, she was shocked to find out the whole scene had only taken less than three minutes. Which I just want to say, that seems like an incredibly long time to describe what just happened. It sounds to me like from, like, I don't know, it, let's say she's measuring from when the thing jumps at her at the back of her head. Mm-hmm. Three minutes seems a long time for her to smack a... You know, where, where was this, like, two minutes of standing around? <laughs> yeah. Just hit the uh, the button and then just like, well... Yeah, like, ha- like how long did it take those two, the two security guards to open the door? <laughs> was that it? Was she just standing there for all this time while they were like, I was like, we've got to spin the wheel like 300 times before we could open the door? <sighs> <laughs> Be safe, Toner. Oh no, it was the other <laughs> way. Ah, <laughs> oh, righty tighty, lefty loosey, every time. But yeah, like, I don't know. Three minutes seems very long to me. I mean, I guess one minute is less than three minutes, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and. Uh... Apparently, like, she's fine. No darts. The thing that killed the other soldiers was, like, a needle going towards yeah. them in the neck, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she didn't have any darts that hit her. Uh, Which she could tell from the fact she wasn't fucking dead. Yeah, otherwise like she'd be other crumpling ones. on the floor. Yeah, crumpled. <laughs> crumpling on the floor. <laughs> crumpled and stabbed somewhere. Isn't that about dance her bare person? <laughs> the crumple and stab. <laughs> Disco's changed since my day. I know, in this age of kinetic barriers, it feels a bit weird having them in, like, beefy body armour too. Yeah. Like, you know, these things on the Apex that can apparently stop, like, an army shooting at you for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> but then you're also, like, piling on layers of whatever the fuck it, this heavy body armour actually is. Though I want to point out that apparently this heavy body armour still leaves lots of exposed flesh. Yeah. Because that's how they die. Because there's like, oh, a, a needle sticks in their exposed flesh. Yeah, apparently their neck hands... Legs and face <laughs> are left there. Legs. And these are like shorts. Like maybe, shorts, heavy body armour. Maybe they're like tactical battle togas. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> What's your opinion on togas in terms of like combat? Because were they battle togas? No. <laughs> 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 I wish there was. Ancient like Rome would have been a lot different if I was around. <laughs> I mean, like, like they wore tunics, but they were very specifically not togas. A toga was like its own thing. <laughs> Battle togas. <laughs> yeah, like. So do these people though do these people also have like APEGs on with kinetic with um, like those built in kinetic I think they barriers? Do because like they sh- when Tona later goes in she Yeah, it says that the gun sinks up to her mm, APEG. So maybe basically. they don't. I don't know. But why would it why would this why would their fast response team not have APEGs though? Yeah, and why would she have it? You know, just just sitting in a room doing science. Yet the fast response team doesn't. But yeah, so like, so what does this mean that that doesn't stop this dart? That does it not? Does it, does the kinetic barrier not work on ballistic projectiles? Yeah, it's not very or something clear. Something like that. I mean, that's all I can think of. Because I mean, like, clearly that you know. There has to be something about why it stops things. Like, you know, it doesn't stop people from touching you or punching you, as far as I can tell. So, you know, there has to be, like, some limit on how it picks things up. So maybe maybe it's one of those things where if you, like, smuggled in, like, a regular pistol, you know, you'd just be shooting these fuckers because kinetic barriers are for lasers or whatever. Well, I think what it is is that they, having, like, emptied all their rounds into what they think is it. I think they let their guard down, and I think that's when she's to strike. So they probably but, went in with a barrier. But but from, but from like in Jack's one, this barrier was just hanging around him, like mm-hmm. constantly, all the time. He wasn't like... Well, yeah, this one I was mean, like, a man carrying a large riot kinetic barriers. I, I still would have expected them to have like their personal ones, though. Like, this is like a massive one, mm-hmm. like has like a bigger charge or can stop more or how whatever like sci-fi bullshit this is. Yeah. I like how much effort is put into like uh assuring the reader that the shotgun would work in space like in this ship. <laughs> like it won't damage the hull. 
Yeah, that I don't know. Like, I what what small arms are going to be able to like rupture your ship from the inside? How how OP are your weapons, or shit is your ship? That if you say just like I don't know, opened up with an AK and started shooting the ceiling of your ship, you've suddenly like blown a hole into space. Like I don't know. Like I mean, I, I guess I'd agree that a shotgun is a good like inside ship weapon. I guess you know. I never really thought about it until now, but have all the guns that we've seen like there have been some pistols? I think. Hmm. Have Have they just been like, like? current time as we see know them now weapons like literally just pistols with bullets in them i was or, or are they like sciency guns i was under the impression that they were like laser or plasma pistols like i'm sure that yeah i think actually like, now that like you we definitely like yeah like we definitely yeah like hollister had like a pulse rifle with him when he broke jack out of the mm-hmm. out of his cell on the deep space combat observatory station so so are these shotguns like not lasers i think so i think that they are actually firing pellets of something Mm -hmm. as opposed to pellets of laser (laughs) whatever a laser shotgun would actually look like (laughs) yeah i like how they enter the room in perfect formation perfect beautiful so majestic the fl- the security flying v <laughs> apparently their perfect formation is basically one guy <laughs> carrying a shield <laughs> everyone walking behind him <laughs> no if no the perfect formation is someone going in with a kinetic barrier and then someone peering like in uh, peering into a corner <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone just then standing in a circle so that they can look into every corner at once and go clear how did it take seven of them to look at all the corners (laughs) what kind of a room is this uh it's an mc escher nightmare is what it is (laughs) um no wonder it took toner so long to reach the door (laughs) i like how it says no one crumpled over yet I mean, I just want to go back to the thing of how many times we've heard the word crumple. Crumple is the new dead. <laughs> yeah. No one dies on the Vortland. They just crumple over. No one crumpled over yet. Tona was sure that but was a good sign. Or was the creature waiting for them all to enter before taking all them, <laughs> taking them all out quickly? <laughs> yeah. Everything's Subtle. fine. Oh, wait. <laughs> like, I like how... You know, not even for a moment is he letting us entertain the possibility that they're actually going to defeat this creature. No one's crumpled yet. This is a good sign. Or is it? It's not. <laughs> if if you, the reader, think this is a good sign like Toner was here, you are both wrong. <laughs> not a good sign. And I, I think it's important to note that of this quick response team, one of them was a female one. It is definitely important to note. Yeah. Clear barked another, followed by another. This one female. <laughs> like, that's... I mean, it is referenced again, actually. Uh, yeah. For some yeah, reason. Actually but is. I just love... It just makes... It's just like, okay, this one female. <laughs> okay. Why not... Yeah. What? <laughs> Your thoughts, Louis. You have to finish them. 
<laughs> Later on, they're referred to as seven li- seven heavily armored men as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the author is using men in like a triggering, like referring to the group. Right. So, like, hey guys. Yeah, like engendering the group. It's assuming it as like masculine. <laughs> Trogard. I'm gonna write this on my Tumblr. They do a lot of barking, these guys. Like, that's how they belay their orders, barking. Just something to note. Yeah. That's how you do it. It's the Pug Patrol. And then the last one holds his hand up, uh, and apparently that means let's all fucking shoot the shit out of that corner. <laughs> just just fuck this shit up. <laughs> he was just going to ask a question or something. like. No, just, can someone cover me? I need to scratch my nose. Ah, fire! Puff, fire, puff, 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 fire puff, everything puff. we have. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that, like, they're all, they're all looking in, like, opposite directions, like, out in, like, you know, trying to cover, like, the full range of the view room, so... Like, is this happening as a wave? Like, are the two people on his periphery, like, notice his hands up, and they turn, then they notice the rest turn, and then suddenly they're all just, like, looking into the corner. I mean, I guess that must be what happens. Yeah. I do like this next next paragraph, so I think I'll just read it. It's amazing. Uh, Yeah, go for it. (laughs) The sound was amazing. Each shotgun let out a puffed sound as it was fired, and during this little demonstration, Toner found out that they were automatic shotguns, with enough rounds to empty out an entire corridor. The shots just didn't seem to end. All seven soldiers fired their shotguns into the corner. I like how, like, um, (laughs) being able to empty an entire corridor is, like, a valid measurement of how much the gun can shoot. What does that even mean? Empty a corridor. I mean... That yeah, that is such a vague measure of anything. Like empty it of people. I mean, yeah, but what? How long? I is mean, this I would have thought. Like, isn't the whole idea of like a anti-personnel thing, like a shotgun, being that it could clear a corridor in one blast by just like you know fucking its shit up with loads of pellets and lumps of mm-hmm. <laughs> of shots. Like, isn't that the point? <laughs> so, so like, the fact that they're automatic just means that they can keep pumping away, but clearing a corridor, what what does that even mean? Yeah, How but... big a corridor? How long a corridor? If a corridor's really long and you're firing a shotgun, you're probably not going to clear it of anyone if they're all standing at the other end of it. Yeah, but No matter sound... how many times you pump it. The sound, though. It was amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> So the fact that those two things were written down, the sound was amazing. Each one let out a puffed sound. <laughs> so amazing. Majestic. I can hear it now. That's like, that's that's what the sound I want to die to. Puffing <laughs> shotguns to help me slip off this mortal coil. <laughs> With a smile on your face. <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> Is it bad or not that... Toner doesn't, like, understand the guns that they're disposed on the ship. I feel, I don't know, I guess it's not a big thing, but I do still feel it's a little bad that, like, the captain who should be in charge of, like, who should understand, like, their military capability apparently doesn't know what fucking guns they have on the ship. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're shotguns. Oh, they're automatic shotguns. Oh, what an amazing sound. <laughs> Just, like, closing your eyes, like, yeah. <laughs> like, nodding her head. It's like, mm. Puffed me away from here, my shotty friends. 
I mean, it's obvious how just like reckless this is, and also they completely miss it. Apparently, like they do absolutely nothing, or I don't know if they miss it actually, or whether the, whether it's just impervious th- to the shots. I think the implication is that this creature is impervious to the shots for whatever reason. Like I, I don't know why. I, I, I literally can't understand why this baby is made of fucking adamantium or something. And they could just be standing there emptying like unlimited pellets into this corner. And it's just it's just fine. It's just nothing. Yeah, it does say it had weathered their reign of fire without even a scratch mm. on its scaled skin. Like, because, I don't know, like, I, I guess this is like a special, like... Like super magical, dense, like alien to act as the progenitor of everything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I don't know because, like, let, let me tell you, they they kill a lot of aliens, some bitches later on in this book, <laughs> and that doesn't, and that, and that doesn't take people like firing shotguns at them from seven shotguns for like a minute, and still doing nothing, you know, like. Like, some of them get fucking stabbed, <laughs> and that kills them. <laughs> and fucking smoke. Why is this shit making smoke? Why are these shotguns making smoke? Smoke hasn't been a big factor with guns since, like, the Napoleonic Wars. Since, since the like, the middle days. of the 19th century. <laughs> Just like why? Why are these future guns like creating like blinding smoke that they can't see where they've been looking at? Why? Where's the smoke coming from? What's causing the smoke? Are these black powder shotguns? Why smoke? Where? And why is the smoke where they've been shooting, as opposed to by them where the gun is? Why do these pellets make smoke, apparently? Maybe that's why it didn't die, because they're firing fucking smoke pellets at it. Nothing gets you rolled up quite as much as weaponry and accuracy. Mm, accurate. Um, <sighs> yeah, and then this, the thing starts attacking them, and rather than crumpling, they start crumbling, I noticed here. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. No. I assume it's the same as crumpling. Mm. I'll assume it's a typo. <laughs> he meant crumpling. Um, he must have. <laughs> and leaving just the woman left, this is where she's referenced again. Uh, she tries to run, but then is simply cut down before she even turned. I don't know why he felt the need to, like, explicitly talk about the woman trying to escape and then being killed in probably the same speed as the others, like, before she could turn. I don't know. Yeah, like, it sounds like that she was alive for only fractionally longer than yeah, the last person it, that died before her. It seems like, like she died also. Yeah, it's like everyone died, but one of them died last. And it was the woman. What does that say about our society? Maybe that's what he's trying to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a message in there somewhere. It's horrible what aliens do to our women serving in armed space forces. Our heavily armed men, women. Yeah, so the needles that like are are, are like uh, pierced that pierce the guards are apparently no bigger than a sewing needle. Um, and 
this bit's great. Like, behind the bulletproof glass, Tona could easily examine the creature's handiwork. Why the fuck, like, is she now behind bulletproof glass? And why are they... What's going on? Like, <laughs> why does the science lab have bulletproof glass? <laughs> and why was no? If it did have that, why was there no, not like at least guards outside looking in? If she wanted like quiet or something, you know. And yeah, like why? Why? I just don't. Why did they? Why did they open the door and go in to fight this thing? <laughs> when they yeah, they can clearly if it's see trapped like trapped in this room with bulletproof glass. Like, I mean, like they did. They did very briefly talk to Tona before going in. Surely she would have been like, like it's trapped in this. Yeah, like it's trapped in this room. You know, let's. It killed these two men like instantly. You know, these trained security guards. Like I know they're not heavily armed response team, but you know they were still like on the security detail on this ship. They knew how to use their guns. Yeah, and they are just fucked. And they just got totally fucked up in a nanosecond. Maybe you know we shouldn't do anything hasty here. You know. Let's inform the rest of the ship that we've got, like, a quarantine breach, basically. No, let's just enter in perfect formation. (laughs) And crumble everywhere. (laughs) To the chorus of thumps and puffs. Yeah, Tona could easily examine the creature's handiwork. It was a brilliant killer. It had only hatched from an egg not five minutes ago, and it had already took down seven heavily armed men and two security guards. She had to get a closer look at it. Uh, yeah, like um, so. If it's if it hatched five minutes ago, where does that fit in with our three minutes? So so that first. Well, so basically, it's been two minutes since. Yeah, Tona locked the door behind her, basically. Yeah, and the team turned up. Yeah, what? Why were they so hasty into busting into this fucking death room? <laughs> <laughs> Because they had that formation. What could go wrong? Yeah, like, like, shouldn't she have been doing all of this observing? It's like, I'm like, okay, you know, th- this isn't good, but it's, but we are broadly safe right now. You know, it seems to be trapped in this room. I mean, you'd like to imagine that if it had bulletproof glass, it was pretty secure elsewise yeah, as well. Yeah, and there's like that bulkhead door or whatever it is. You know, that it has a massive wheel on it to open. I really feel that Tona was always on the wrong side of that door in this situation, but whatever. Like, you know, like all of this shouldn't be on the science lab. This should be on a quarantine room attached to a science lab where the egg should have been in while Mm -hmm. Tona was sitting in the actual science lab. (laughs) But whatever. Um... Yeah, and she's, she watches the alien start to, like, puncture the people with its tail. Not localised to anywhere, just anywhere. They were, skin, <laughs> they were skin-free. Neck, hands, legs, or face. The Elmarian battle toga. <laughs> so so you we know can keep the, the peace is. with your legs cool. <laughs> You'll enjoy drawing that one. This? <laughs> I will love it. But what what is this defending then? If if their neck, hands, legs, and face were not protected by this heavy armor they were wearing, <laughs> it's not very heavy, is it? <laughs> oh well. Yeah, Tona start as you say is observing this creature more. She's taking readings, recordings, and notes. So I want to point out that. 
you know, she has still not told the rest of the ship what's going on. She is now just sitting here watching it, like, both reading and writing about it, apparently, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Multitasking. Very good. She is a woman. Sexist. <laughs> uh, triggered. <laughs> but yeah, so so now now she is the only person alive on the ship that knows about this. Like I don't know what what where what the alarm actually does, whether that the alarm she hit is like a shipwide alarm or if it just goes to like I don't know the response team. You know, e- either way, like the people will n- has don't know what the actual even if it goes out to the whole ship that there was this alarm blaring, which I I I'm assuming they stopped once the team arrived. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it's still going on this whole time. It's just in the background going blah. Or some shit. But so basically, the rest. (laughs) I'd like to imagine it's exactly that. Like it's just like someone has to just imagine tone. Imagine tone on her dictaphone. So you can now see the the creature. But yeah, but still, basically, Tona is, again, the only person on the ship that has any idea that this is actually happening. At best, other people on the ship know that something is happening. Something. Mm-hmm. Something that calls the alarm to be pressed. They haven't the faintest idea. Like, they they don't know if they're being attacked, if there's been some, like, failure, if, like, I don't know, like, life support's, like, going down or something, you know, whether this is, like, technical or, like, just being attacked. They just know something that involved hitting the emergency switch has happened at best if it do- if it has been going out towards the whole ship so but rather than making sure everyone on the ship knows how big she's fucked up and what's going on she's just standing there observing it taking notes bit of amateur video <laughs> good captain <laughs> yeah leading her men and women it's uh it starts looking at Tona with its be- li- beady little eyes. Ugh, I hate that. And it was <laughs> it <yeah>. was strange. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. It was staring into her soul, her very being. Why Ugh. did its stare feel so piercing, Peter? I I, I don't I don't know, Louis. I just don't know. I guess we'll. Fo- I, I reckon is that foreshadowing something? <laughs> like what? I don't know because she's obviously special. Like. Uh, I guess, I guess actually, yeah, it could be, yeah, yeah. I, I will put that down as a tentative. Yes, this was actually foreshadowing something. Nice. Maybe. I mean, like, I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't put money on it. If this is like a no-risk bet, then I will say that this was foreshadowing something. <laughs> Before that, it apparently it disappeared in a single frame while she was looking at it. Yeah. It was just gone. I don't know how. Quick, like I don't know, like physically, how that makes sense that it can just disappear on her recording device in a frame. Quick, yeah, like maybe faster than like maybe it's like one of those terrible crime watch like uh, CCTV things. Yeah, like like, maybe it's like (laughs) yeah, it's like a frame every three seconds or something. (laughs) It's it's basically a slideshow, is what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, and then she makes the brilliant decision to open the door and peek, like poke her head in. Yeah, like oh, I would say, like it was, it was never made clear to me that the that like the team shut the door behind them. I mean, I guess they did because Tona had to open the door, but that was never made clear. Like, 
I know. I've got. I'm in two minds about that. On the one hand, it secured the creature from being able to escape, which I mean, Toner completely fucks up here. <laughs> but you know, it did. Yeah, they did basically put in that contingency. If we all do die to this creature, well, it's still trapped in the room. But it doesn't ever say that, like, the last person in the room closed the door behind them, or Toner closed the door behind them, or something like that. It's just like they just head in in perfect formation. Which I guess maybe includes closing doors. <laughs> it's not what I pictured. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just... Why is she going in? Such a stupid call. Just how... How? Yeah, how can... How can that be a good idea at all? She's seen it She's kill ju- nine people. Every nine people hun- that are actually... of people that have gone in have not come out. <laughs> yeah, have have died in like... she's She's seen them using these shotguns that they've picked up to just empty a magazine to empty seven people's magazine at this thing and it was unscathed yet she thinks her Tona Shrike with no whose whose military experience is being taught to shoot by her father and what her, we've observed her, and the firefights we've observed her in, in the book which is you know shooting people trying to rape her and ducking down and getting saved by Jack, pretty much. <laughs> that That is her experience of combat, as far as we have been made aware of. Thinks that she is going to succeed where a heavily armed and trained team <laughs> fails. Yeah, why does she even pick up the shotgun? Like, if she knows it's useless. Yeah, she's literally just observed it. It, like... <laughs> It was tested in the science lab quite rigorously that this creature is is quite resistant to shotgun shells. So maybe if she gives it a go. Yeah, maybe. It's like another thing that maybe this was sort of like brought up before, and I'm just not remembering. But I didn't realise that that sort of like APAGs worked as like basically altered reality for the user as well. Hmm. Like it's like it's basically saying that because. That once her gun sinks to uh, sinks to her APAG, but yeah, it basically puts a HUD over her eyes, so she can like I'm not sure what that means. She can see whether it's like you know the Terminator vision or just like a little ammo counter in the bottom right hand mm-hmm. corner of her eyes or something like that. Yeah, health bar. Yeah, I discovered earlier. <laughs> yeah, but before it was like the health bar was like on Jack's wrist yeah. on his APAG, but this is just like directly like just in her vision. Just altered reality, which I don't think it was ever described as doing before. Yeah. Her clearing of the room is not as professional as the dead soldiers on the floor. She jumps at every little croaking green... Green? <laughs> croaking green. Croaking green. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a frog lawyer establishment. <laughs> <sighs> I know what you're looking at tonight. <laughs> frog lawyers. <laughs> Now, are they lawyers for frogs or lawyers who happen to be frogs? That's the question. <laughs> both are correct. Because I need both in my yeah. life right now. <laughs> um, yeah, they, the creaks and groans of the ship. And then there's this sentence, it was not until she felt something hit her in the back of the neck. It was not until, what, like, yeah? Isn't, that's not a sentence. It was not until she felt something hit her in the back of the head, or back of the neck, that, what, like nothing. I don't. I don't know if that's just me, but that's not a very good sentence. What does it mean? Yeah, 
Um, I don't know. I'm just, I've just been pondering it too. It was not until she felt something hit her in the back of the neck that what, like, I don't know what. What does that mean? <laughs> oh God, I'm dead. It's got me. I was stupid. I shouldn't have opened the door. Why did I open the door? <laughs> That's her response. Like, yeah. What? So. So okay. So. So the author realises why there's no good reason for her to do this. So now she's just stupid. I mean, she's she's vindicating us. She's proving us right. How utterly unsuited for her role as captain she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how what a stupid decision it was on Jack's part to trust her with anything. But that doesn't change the fact that this is an incomprehensibly stupid call for anyone to make in this situation. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is stupid, but that still doesn't explain why. Like, it doesn't explain her mentality when she's, like, standing there like, yeah, I'm going to pick up this gun and go in there. That's that's what I need to do. I'm going to make a prediction captain. here. Mm-hmm. I reckon that... <laughs> I reckon that the alien has, like... It's killed the others, but I bet it's, like, injected eggs or something into her not poison or something. And I reckon that it was... <laughs> the reason it was staring into her soul is because it fell in, <laughs> fell in love with her. <laughs> it was like a rom-com moment. <laughs> just like eyes. in the alien's head, just like it started playing, why do birds suddenly appear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prediction. Um, I mean, that's not entirely incorrect. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, there's there's parts of what you've said that are wrong, but you know, there's also parts that you're not a million miles from the truth on either. There, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll leave you hanging on what parts you got right and wrong. <laughs> In your book, does it is the sentence or are the quotes like uncapitalized at the start? Yeah, they are uncapitalized. Yeah. Like, oh God, at the start is uncapitalized, and so is why am I not dead yet? Mm-hmm. For reasons. Yeah, but after getting after getting pricked, she reached up to her neck. She pulled out the needle that was suck in the back of her neck. <laughs> Didn't correct it in my version. Nope. Still there. I mean, well, that's the thing, Louis. It's an actual word, so it didn't get a red squiggly under it in the Word document. True so that. it must be right. But yeah, and she she just she just sits there pondering why she isn't dead yet. And then she falls over. Yeah. Face face plants the deck and sees the thing scuttling away. But not not but uh not after or not before staring into her eyes again. <laughs> Why do birds <laughs> It's like I'm coming back for you, my pretty. I I ship it. So uh, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to that slash fic. But yeah, so Pertinent question: How had she been so stupid, Louis? Because <laughs> uh, she's a horrible person that's been put in a position of power that shouldn't have been. Well, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> 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 yeah, and with that, we get to the little uh, chapter closer that we start were bitching about at the very beginning. It's literally it's a like... paragraph. It's actually worse than I remembered. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
She had let the creature out and it was now getting used to its home. Everyone on the idea fortment that ran into the alien was killed and pricked with its tail. In only an arm, half the crew had been killed off and the people who had been stabbed had taken on new forms. Their bodies slowly demolecularize and their DNA shift around. (laughs) 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 Their bodies turning into something else. Is that that accurate? That's science, isn't it? It's like, their DNA shift around. Ah, shift around. That's how DNA work. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, stab your demolecularize and your DNA shift around, governor. <laughs> shift around. <laughs> so science. Yeah. Very rushed uh, ending there. Yeah, like, you know, no, you know, no describing, like, people being taken. At... I just, I just, I just can't believe that it both, that out, I know that it didn't, of the choices, it didn't go for describing like you know this action like the actions like the action or horror of people being actually hunted down and fighting off this thing or leaving it in suspense for when other people go on the ship of just like oh what exactly happened it doesn't look good but we don't know i just just can't believe it's just outright just like yeah half of the crew's been killed off i mean like i just want to say like here it says in and on half the crew have been killed off they are all dead. Right. They do all die. Like, when they go to the ship later, they do not find any any survivors who are not important to the plot, let us say. Okay. So, they are all dead. Right. Which leads me into my body count thing. As is its official title. And to go on to other regular features, no chuckles this week, oblique chapter, Yabu, etc. Um, so yeah, so we have nine confirmed kills. You know, the security detail, mm-hmm. which brings us down to 164 people. But now, here's the big elephant in the room. How many people were on the Vaultmond? We know they're all dead, but we don't know how many there are. I mean... I mean, and... Actually, another question that I hadn't considered up until now. This was, what about the people who are mining down on the planet? What yeah. about all the people down there on their environ bubbles? What about Prospector Joe? Um, space gold. But, yeah, because... Now, maybe I'll be proved wrong in the next few chapters, but I don't recall there ever being a mention of picking up anyone from the planet ever again, or that there are any survivors on mm-hmm. the planet it is just like, oh, the whole crew of the Vaultmans died. Yeah. Okay. It's... So maybe maybe Jack just forgot and they got left there. And that prospector's having to like start a new <laughs> a new civilization on this blasted awful world. <laughs> Space Deadwood. <laughs> we can dream. Still, the point remains. How many people are we going to assume are working on the Vaultmond, Louis? Mm. Well, is there any discussion about... Because obviously they've taken people from Tranquility, the Tranquility yeah. crew. There's no, like... I mean, because the thing is, I would have thought that the Vaultmond would be quite heavily crewed in this situation. Because the whole reason the Vaultmond was there was so that they could basically be mining and manufacturing parts to use to rebuild the Tranquility. And the Tranquility was basically just bombing around the system to patrol. 
So, you know, obviously they would need enough people to keep the tranquility running and to be battle-ready. But, you know, as, you know, the idea is they want to get home eventually, even though they seem to have been doing precious little of that over the last month they've been fucking mining. I mean, you would have thought that they would have put a lot of people on the Vaultman so it can mine faster. Though, I maybe because of how the mining ship works, there's an upper level to how much manpower can actually increase its speed on that. I don't know. Well, when they found the ship, do we have any idea of the crew size of the Tranquility? Like, um, well, there would have been 173 people left on the tranquility before all this, before they found the vaultment. Right, that's like definite, possibly less, but we know for certain there was at most 173 people left on the tranquility. Right, so there's two guards and the response team. That's nine people. Yeah, um, and it's hard to say really, but I know, like, we could just. You could estimate probably 30, 40. I mean, I don't know. I think that was what I was going for. Like saying a total crew barring toner of 40, like including those nine people. Yeah. Cause you've I got think a, that yeah. seems reasonable. You know, like that's still, that's like basically a third of the Tranquility's crew, which, I don't know, sounds like it would stress them immeasurably, but, and I know it seems like a fairly hefty, I can't decide if that's a hefty or small, like, security company on a ship with 40 people on it, having 10 of them just be, like, the security response teams. Yeah, especially, like, like the fact that they're being, like, uh, guarded by the Tranquility, I think. Well, being guarded loosely, like, it's patrolling the solar system, it's not, like, just hovering yeah, next to so. them. Like, uh, it does make sense they would have some people on it that can do some fighting. I find it weird that in a mining operation, a quarter of their men are just there to defend it, though. But I think, I don't know, I think fault is a good number, though. I feel like we're lowballing what would actually be required to run the ship, probably. But I also, I don't know. But any more feels like I'd be taking too many people away from the tranquility for it to run 24 hours like it always does. Mm-hmm. And... We're going to get enough death later, so let's say, let's say 40 people in total, which to go with my, which gives us the assumed count of 128 people left on the Tranquility after the Vortman's been emptied, which, you know, that's, that's, they're starting to feel it now from the 180 they started with, that's going to, I mean, I guess they've gotten used to it over the last month because all of these people were on the Vortman anyway, but... Ooh, you know, that must... They People must be working double shifts now. It can't be easy. Especially as it turns out that, like, 90% of these people are going to be Marines in the following chapters. <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> Suddenly an elite fighting force on this trading ship. It's also worth mentioning that this is chapter 15, so we are now halfway through. Yeah, officially half of the way here. Uh, imagine I have a kazoo to play. Do. Good kazoo there. <laughs> Celebratory kazoo. I don't know about you, Louis, though, but I think that's me done. Yep, I think... Um... I mean, this was another p- very short chapter, really. Yeah. I mean, a lot happened in it, so there was quite a lot to talk about, but a short one, no doubt. I mean, I sort of skimmed through the next two chapters, just literally Oi, didn't read. Spoilers! Just looking at the length of anything. Cheater. It seems like all the chapters are now pretty much this length, like... It just doesn't appear to be many long chapters 
anymore. I know, but but we're still we're halfway through we're halfway through the book chapter wise, but still only a third of the way through the book ish, like density wise. So yeah, then eventually we're going to get one week. We're just going to get to like some beast. It's going to be a sh- like a real struggle for someone that doesn't read like you. Nothing. You're just going to be like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Nothing can be <laughs> as bad as uh, Ivar gone. Some of those chapters. That, that chapter did nearly kill us. <laughs> that was quite bad. But yeah. So, get hype, people. We're halfway there. Another five chapters and we'll be having another little interlude break. Still no idea what we're reading yet. Going to have to have a think of something... Else, short and fun, like the Eye of Argon. So yeah, let's see. So you know, follow us on our social medias. This, sorry, this podcast took so long to get out. Lou is a shit, and I'm also lazy. Um, yeah, and get get hype for new the way the stars fall. I know I'm going to be ordering my copy any day now. Mm-hmm. Get hype. It's available. Uh, have you said where it's available? Um, it's available on Lulu for sure. I'm not sure if it's anywhere else yet. Anyway, support the author. New book. Get hype. Get hype. And we'll talk to you next week when we're reading chapter sixteen. <laughs> I feel like I should have should have said see ya. Yeah, you should have done. I felt I felt like you were gonna say it, so I just waited. But I guess I'll I'll do a see ya now. See ya. There you go. You can put that in. See ya. <laughs> this is the worst ending. <laughs>